The Rebbe starts off the Sikha discussing the name of the Parsha, Parsha Shlach. Now we know that it's true that the name of the Parsha is based on the first words of the Parsha. But since we know that Minagisrol Toiru, that a name of a Parsha, this is something according to Torah based on Minagisrol, so definitely there's more to the name than just that it happens to be one of the first few words of the Parsha. We know that the name of the Parsha, the name of anything, gives out the whole content of what it's all about. Now in this particular case, the Rebbe says it seems to be a bit strange. Because we know that later on in the Parsha we have lots of very, very important mitzvahs. We also have at the very end of the parasha the mitzvah of tzitzis, regarding which it says, Uri'isam Oisayuzachartam is called mitzvah Hashem, that the mitzvah of tzitzis reminds us and is connected to all of the mitzvahs. How then could it be that a parasha that's so filled with such important mitzvahs, what are we basing the name of the parasha on? On a story that seemingly happened one time in the midbar when Moshe Rabbeinu sent the Miraglim. A story that seemingly doesn't have any mitzvahs involved with it, and yet we're making such a big deal out of this particular story and calling the whole parsha with all of its mitzvahs based on this story, and the name is called Shlach. Says the Rebbe, in order to understand this, we're first going to examine what exactly was the sin of the Miraglim. Now, seemingly, the Miraglim did exactly what they were told. The Miraglim were told to go and check out the land, to see how strong the people are, to see how fortified the land is. They come back and they give a report exactly of what they were told to do. They come back and say the people are very strong, there's fortified and walled cities. So what exactly is their Aveira? Seemingly, they did exactly what they were meant to do. The Rebbe says the explanation is that Moshe Rabbeinu sent them just to find out exactly what's the easiest and the best way to conquer Eretz Yisroel, because we know that even though, yes, it's true, the Abishter is going to be performing miracles, but the Abishter does not perform miracles in vain, and wherever possible and in whatever way possible, we have to do things to minimize the need for the miracles, the amount of the miracles, and so on. But there was absolutely no question in Moshe Rabbeinu's mind, because of what Hashem said, that of course they're going to be able to go up and conquer Eretz Yisrael. The question is only how to go about it in the easiest way. And this is where their Aveira came up, is that after saying about the strength of the land and the people, they come along and they add... That because the people are so strong, we will not be able to go up and conquer. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand very clearly the very strong hero we have from the story of the Miraglim in regards to our Avoidah. And this is in regards to every single mitzvah. And that is that it's a fundamental thing to know and to understand that every single mitzvah that the Abishta gave us, it is absolutely certain that we have the ability to go ahead and do it. The Abishta only asks according to what our ability is. The Rebbe says, even a human being, a craftsman that goes ahead and makes a particular vessel or a particular tool, if he's only a normal person, a sensible person, he would never go ahead and expect his tool or his vessel to be able to perform and to be able to do something that he himself, that made it, knows that it wouldn't be able to do. When he makes something, he's going to make it with the ability that it should be able to perform and do what he wants it to do. And he's not going to expect more than it. Now with a human being, at the end of the day, he could also make a mistake. He thought he could do it, and now it doesn't end up being able to do it. But with Hashem, of course, it's impossible to say that. 
So Hashem is the one that creates us. Hashem is the one that gives us the koyach. And if Hashem then goes ahead and asks us to do something, there's no doubt in the world that definitely we could do it. After we have this knowledge that we could certainly do it, then we have to try to figure out what is the best way to go about it because mitzvahs need to be done need to be done in a natural way because the whole idea of a mitzvah is to make a place for Hashem in this world and therefore we need to utilize the nature of the world not rely on miracles and try to do mitzvahs with the nature of the world but we still have to have that certainty that definitely we'll be able to do it What's the connection between every single mitzvah and the way the Yidin went into Eretz Yisrael? So the Rebbe says, very, very simple. What's Eretz Yisrael all about? Eretz Yisrael, as the Pasuk describes, is the land that the eyes of Hashem are upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. In other words, Eretz Yisrael is a place where the Hashgacha El Yoyno, the Ebishter supervision, is felt in an open way, where Elikus is felt in an open way. That's a place of Elikus. And that's exactly what we're trying to achieve in every single mitzvah going and entering, so to speak, Eretz Yisrael. In every single mitzvah, it's about revealing and bringing Elikus into all of the things in the world around us. And therefore, we have this general hirah that just like when the Eden went into Eretz Yisrael, that then, so too with each and every mitzvah, we have on the one hand the certainty that definitely we could do it, like going into Eretz Yisrael. Along with, we have to try to do whatever we can, but derechateva, to perform it properly. A second general hayra, says the Rebbe, from the story of the Miraglim. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu sent the Miraglim to scout the land, to check out the land, to examine the land, before we could actually proper, the, properly enter the land of Eretz Yisrael, the Rebbe says, similarly is true with every single mitzvah. Before we do a mitzvah, we have to have a certain hisboininus. We need to think about it. We need to examine it, so to speak. We need to be thinking about the idea that every single mitzvah is uniting us with Hashem. Asher Kedeshonu B'mitzvah of the holiness is bringing to us and the unity of, uh, with Hashem that we're having as a result of the mitzvah. We know that the idea of a mitzvah is from the word of Tzav Savachibur, a, con- a connection with the Eibishter. So too when we're learning Torah, we have to have the Izboinunus first. We need to make a bracha. We need to ha- say, we say, Asher Bochar Bonu Mikolo Amim V'nosan Lonu Es Torosoi. We speak about that the Torah is Hashem's Torah, how it's one with Him. We speak about how it's Noisein HaTorah, how the Eibishter is giving us the Torah in the present. And these are all things that we need to think about before we learn the Torah, before we do the mitzvahs. We need to have this meditation and these thoughts in order to be able to perform the mitzvah properly and to learn Torah properly, similar to the hidden before going into Eretz Yisrael. The first needs to be the Miraglim that are going out and checking out and trying to understand and trying to examine what Eretz Yisrael is all about. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why the Hoyrois of Shlach, and of course, who is the one that sends? It's Moshe Rabbeinu who sends. And so too, the Rebbe says, there's a Moshe Rabbeinu in each and every one of us, when we're performing the mitzvahs. But we can now understand why these Hoyrois are so, so important for all of Torah and mitzvahs, again, in both ideas. Number one, the certainty that we could do every mitzvah, and just checking out how is best to do it, and the hisboininus that we need to have, the contemplation that we need to have before doing a mitzvah. Says the Rebbe, there's only one thing that still needs to be understood, and that is, if it's such a necessity to send these miraglim for both of these above-mentioned reasons, before every mitzvah we do, if that's the case, why does it say shlach lechod? The Eibishter tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you send, 
Rashi explains that to mean midaytocha, you decide if this is important. Seemingly, if this is a necessity, this should be coming as a mitzvah from Hashem. So the Rebbe says a fascinating point. The ultimate idea of dira betachtoinim, of elyoinim, sorry, tachtoinim yalul elyoinim, that the lower world should be elevated to go up and to become one with Hashem, is when we are not only receiving instructions, we're not only receiving hashpah and influence from above, but when we become ourselves, so to speak, a partner with Hashem, similar to what says in regards to other inyanim, where we become a partner with Hashem in creation, or partner with Hashem in Torah, so too over here there's this concept that it's not only about whatever Hashem does, tells us we do, which is of course very, very important, but as a general introduction to the idea of mitzvahs, we also have this idea of shlach l'choladaytacha, that there also needs to be our own initiative. We have to decide to go ahead with it, because in this way we too are, so to speak, becoming the mashpia and the partner with Hashem in all of this. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand even better why the story of shlach and the name of shlach is the beginning of the parsha comes before all of these mitzvahs to teach us these, first of all, these important lessons of how we need to approach a mitzvah, but also to teach us this general idea of that in each and every mitzvah, there's also the whole point of making a dira betachtoinim for Hashem, and the way we do this is tachtoinim yalul el that we ourselves go up to become partners with Hashem.